0: Welcome back to Set on Glory podcast. Um, I am Kristen. And I'm Shasta. And um, in this podcast, we really want st- to uh, stop and just focus on Christmas and what that means. Um, as the Christmas season gets a little closer, let us just really focus on Christmas. And what that breaks down to is Jesus' birth. I mean, I think we would be safe to say that most people know Christmas is about the birth of Christ, but do people really know what this really means? What this really entails? Like the depth of Jesus's birth, how he he came and he humbled himself, lowered himself, and he became something that he wasn't, and that's flesh.
1: Right? Yeah. Um. Just, just the thought of him coming and dwelling among us, and just um, just the humbleness of Christ. You know, I guess that's just really been um in my mind this this kind of Christmas season and um just of him not being ashamed I guess just because like that's kind of been a narrative around our in our church, church. lately. Um and so that's just kind of a thought and that was kinda of behind um why we wanted to talk about this um, on this podcast. Yeah. And so um and one of the verses that <clears throat> I just went to um or that I was led to is John one one through five. Um, and it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And then verse 14, down at verse 14, goes on to say, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory glory as of the only son from the father full of grace and truth and just that thought of Jesus he was the creator you know it says um he was the word and the word was God and was with God um he was right there from the very beginning you know creating the world with God and um I mean he created all things he created the very tree that he would be laid in And the one He would be hung on, you know. And, like, just the thought of that, of, you know, him reigning and ruling in heaven with the Lord. And then Him stepping down to earth, you know, to become a man. He was fully God and fully man, you know. And just, I don't know, just, I guess we just kind of want to dig deeper today. And just encourage you to ponder, like, what all of that truly, fully means. um, Or just as much as we can understand it in our finite minds. But I just... Like, just the goodness of God to fulfill all of His promises, you know, and to reveal Himself to humanity in the way that He did through through Jesus.
0: Yeah, I mean, from the beginning, I mean, the Word became flesh. So, I mean, God, Christ has always been, He's triune God, right? So, He's always been, He became flesh. From the beginning, the King of all kings was born in a manger, a feeding trough, Um not some grand big O um display it wasn't a big royal debut there was no carpets rolled out i mean he had a manger a wooden manger um that he created it just like shassa said i mean in the wood that he created he died he became flesh in and he died on um through the feeding trough the 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 trough that he was born in he he was born in a trough that fed animals but in that trough exemplifies so many things. He came to feed the souls of men and women, that all of humanity. Right. And I think that's important to understand because he could have came and they expected him to come as some royal, you know, like red carpet and ride in from you know a foreign land or just some big O display. But he came as a lowly person and he came so that he could offer his peace and his his grace and his mercies to everyone not just the highest of the high it was for everyone um the feeding trough I mean it, it wasn't in some some um castle or any you know any kind of like
1: right not even inside palace. A, not it, even inside a, a, house. House. a house. I mean, yeah. it
0: was. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it was probably like a barn or like even like kind of a, I don't know, some kind of makeshift something out like
1: a cave. I think a lot of times yeah. you
0: know they they, um their it did barns say, are were, were or in
1: caves, side of the of the mountains or whatever. Um, but yeah, he could have. I mean, gosh, and but I just think like so he came to all people you know like good news of great joy that shall be to all people and like if he would have came in any different way there might have been some way that somebody some people group would have said oh he's just for us you know like he came for he's not your savior he's our savior like and and tried to make themselves you know but I mean he came the lowliest of lows and um then that's just that's how God works though he it's just another you know there there are so many I always say like God is doing a million different things in one tiny thing, in every little thing that He does, he's doing so many things, and like the birth of Christ is no different it mm-hmm. you could it points to just so many different things, but just just it points to the fact that like that's not how we would do it, right, that's Correct. not how we would have chosen right. to to bring the the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to this earth um it's not how anybody would have chose, but that's how God is because he's not us and we're not him. And
0: right.
1: he's always going to pick the smallest and the least. To work through so many things, you know, to yeah.
0: to um, use just the tiniest thing of like a manger and that there was no room for him in the end and swaddling, closing, just to exemplify so many little things within those big things. But then just to use that as you know, that his his word can be spread to anybody and it's for anybody and how he used the shepherds and Mary and Joseph and just how every single thing is never just a small thing. It's always a huge thing. I was gonna read this first John one, one through four. Says that which was from the beginning. So, like Christ, which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and have touched with our hands, concerning the word of life, the life was made manifest. We have seen it to testify to, to testify to it, to proclaim to you the eternal life which was the Father and was made manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that to you may have fellowship with us and indeed our fellowship is with the father and with the son jesus christ um and i mean to me it's so mind-blowing to to know that christ left his heavenly home to be made flesh to come dwell among us and not to have some glorious grand king-like life it was just to be a servant A lowly servant to suffer and die for us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it just like, it just, you know, just show Christ's humility, you know, for um, like a huge way of just coming in this humble, quiet, you know, just, I don't know, just humble, humble way. And, and it was also, you know, just Christ's obedience to the Mm. father, like him, his willingness to come and do that, you know, I mean, he came, he came for us and to show us how to live, you know, to show us how to be humble and to show us how to be obedient, you know, from the, from the very beginning of his life yeah, all the way to the very end. Right. You know, and I mean, just like the mirror the miracle, so the miracle and the joy of Christmas is the most amazing event of all history. Um, just the, the eternal omnipresent, infinitely holy son of god out of obedience to the father took on a human nature and lived among humanity as one that was both god and man at the same time in one person um i mean that's just the humbleness of humbleness i think and then born of a virgin into this sinful dark world yet living a sinless life, you know, a perfect, spotless life. Um, and He did that for me, like, yeah. because I could never live that life, you know, right. because no one can ever live that life, and He He lived it for us. And that's just the whole—that's that's why He came. That's why He did it. Yeah,
0: um, so in Luke chapter 2, 1 through 7— this is where Luke records the birth of Christ. And it says, in those days, a decree went out for Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when, I can't say his name. Quir- Quinarius was governor of Sy- <laughs> Syria. Sorry, guys. And all went to be registered, each to his own home. And Joseph also went from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea to the city of David which was called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary his betrothed who was with child and while they were there the time came for her to give birth and she gave birth to the firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothing and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn so to understand that Christ came and He was He was flesh and He dwelt among us, and He was born in a manger, you also have to understand, like like Shasta said, He came into a dark world, um, where it says that there was no place for Him in the end. There was no place for Him. Um, there was no place for there was no room for Mary to even give birth to them in the end. There was no room for Christ in the world. Nobody wanted a Christ in the world. Um, Nobody wanted to see their sin. Um, And that's no different than the world now. You know, I mean, there's no place in this world for, for a Savior. But He came. And that, I mean, that's what is amazing to me. Like, even then it says there was even no room for Him. So that's why He was even delivered where He was delivered is... Because there was no room for Him in the world. Right.
1: Yeah. And, like, I just think so many, so, so many people, you know, want to celebrate, you know, celebrate Christmas and, and like, they, they they want a Jesus, you know, that's going to give them this and give them an easy life. You know, they were fine with what Jesus did. Correct. You know, they were fine with His miracles. They were fine with all of the wonderful things that He did, but what made him so mad it was what he said yeah you know it was because his great light revealed the revealed darkness. the darkness you know and it revealed people's sin and, and it still is today you know um and so i think like gosh that's just the awe and the goodness of christmas it's yeah. just that mm-hmm. my god that jesus would come and do that for all of us like i mean that's just the gospel that's that's what Christmas is, you know, and, and I mean, I don't think you can even really begin to celebrate Christmas until you realize like the weight of what him dwelling among us and, and like why he did that and to bring the light, you know, um, until, until you understand the gospel, like, I just don't think you can really like, like get the full grasp of like how wonderful Christmas is.
0: Um, because i I think until you understand the gospel, you think that Christmas is just about presents or it's about I mean, yes, getting with your family and seeing them or I mean, maybe even know it it's the birth of Christ. But do you really understand the depth of what that really means?
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, um with you know, just without Christ I mean you just think about it. And I mean we're not we're not as Christians, like we're not commanded to celebrate Christmas. Like there's nothing in the Bible that says <laughs> celebrate Christmas you know we're like we're it's just a time that we set aside as Christians to say we're going to dedicate this like the birth of Jesus Christ you know we're going to honor him and um because why because like oh my gosh it's like the best um it's the good news of great joy you know and without this miracle God the God man Jesus you know without him being born there would be no cross no Mm -hmm. conquest of death no empty tomb no forgiveness of sins no healing no hope you know jesus jesus is our hope he came to bring us hope i mean back before you know before christ came like they were just living on their faith you know i mean they had faith but now like we have the hope of jesus and like the inheritance of eternal life with him you know yes and i just thought like the word dwell i I looked you know just to try to kind of get some a definition on the word dwell and um in the greek word the greek term of the word like means to to pitch a tent and um i just thought that was kind of cool it kind of made me think of like the israelites and how their you know their tabernacle was this elaborate tent and like that's where you know that's where the priest could go Mm -hmm. only the priest could go in there only only he was holy enough to go in there and make the sacrifices you know and but it was right there in the midst of him. That's where the presence of God was, in the midst of them, you know. And, and so, like, today, um, you know, you can think about it like, gosh, when you're saved, you know, the Holy Spirit is living within you, you know. And, and it's the church also as well. But, um, I don't know. He just he came to dwell with us, to rescue sinful man and reconcile us, to reconcile us to God. Like, what joy. Um There is, you know, and I I don't know. I just feel like sometimes we don't think uh, deeply enough about it, you know, about what it really means.
0: Philippians 2, 7 through 11 says, But emptying himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has exalted him and bestowed on him. Name above every name, so that that name of of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. And I just think about that, man, that's, I mean, had Christ never come, I mean, we wouldn't have the assurance of faith. We wouldn't have um, the justification. I mean, we, we wouldn't have any of the things that gives us that hope in our faith you know i mean in the old testament days i mean there was such sacrificial and so many regimens you had to f- follow um that you could never f- fully fulfill but how blessed we are to live um we're in the assurance of our faith by christ coming and dying um so that we could be eternal eternally with him you know i mean right for christ to come and show us an example of how to walk and how to be obedient, how to love and how to grow in sanctification. I mean, even though we're not sinless, um it gives us such a hope and such a joy and I mean, an honor to be able to know how to walk and how to to have his word to know how to live. Um but then just such a a peace and a joy to know
1: like that we have the assurance
0: of salvation, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like nothing we could ever do, you know, could like make us right with God. We needed, we needed a savior. And, and like just the realization of that, you know, alone. like if you'll just like the, and the grace that God had in sending his son, you mm-hmm. know, um, I think, I think about how, you know, just the shepherds, like in verse, um, in Luke two eleven. um, the angels said to the shepherds for unto you is born this day in the city of david a savior who is christ the lord um is born unto you this day they were speaking to the shepherds you know like they went to the shepherds first like
0: yeah and so
1: what What did the shepherds do like they watched the lambs right they 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 took care of the lambs and and so um i read this thing one time that was talking about how bethlehem was like the main um like what they did there was, they, they, that's where all, a lot of the lambs for the sacrificial system, like came mm-hmm. out of Bethlehem. Like they were a big, um, it was a big lamb industry, I guess you could say, <laughs> you know, um, but he, and the angels were like, this is like, you're not gonna have to do This, this is not the way it's gonna have to be anymore. Mm-hmm. This is the lamb. The lamb has come and he's been born. Like, yeah. no sin, you know, and I don't know. I just thought, like, wow, that's, I don't know, that God chose to talk to the shepherds and, you know, the lowliest of lows to tell them first, you know, was just another, another example of just how he, um, he came to all people, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, he could have went to the kings. He could have went to the most prestigious of the the town, but man, he went to the, the shepherds. And I think that's just another foretelling, right? Because the ultimate shepherd had came who was watching over all his Mm -hmm. sheep. Yeah. Um, to, to go and see the ultimate shepherd that was here, you know, to, to watch over all the sheep. But also also the ultimate lamb of God that would be the ultimate sacrifice. Right. Um, and I love in that verse, too, like the urgency. And then there was no question of like where to go, how to get there right. or anything or no doubt in the shepherd's mind. They instantly knew like this was true, like the lamb of God had really came and we're going to see. Him. like right. there's no doubt there's no question like such faith in those shepherds
1: also you and, know and like you know do you think anybody else like i mean that was like a bunch of angels like a multitude of <laughs> heavenly hosts like you know what i mean and like those shepherds are like the only people that saw that i mean yeah i guess i mean that's what it said but like you know what i mean like they were like yeah let's go and then they went and told everybody else like this this baby he's a savior you know and i mean i don't know but uh I don't know, it's just and just just um focusing back on like Christ's humility and like his obedience, you know. Um he wasn't ashamed, that's just kind of been coming up and this is a verse that um we have talked about at our church and just from Hebrews um two eleven it says, Both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. Um but, and just the thought of, like, Jesus coming down to us, that's something else. That's just another um, thing of, like, you know, we, we think we can go to Him, and we think we can do something. Or if we do all the right steps, or we get everything, you know, mm-hmm. get our heart right. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get my heart right, and then I'm going to get yeah. saved or whatever. But, like, no, like, He can't. He Just like He had to come into this world, like, we can't make it to Him. We can't go to Him. He He came he came down to us just like He comes down to us, you know, just like He did on on that first night, on that first holy night.
0: Yeah, our sinful selves would never, we, we could never truly go to Him. I mean, we're, t- we're too sinful and we're too about our own business, right? I mean, even yeah. if we try to get our lives right or we try to do this or we try to do that. I mean, just as Shasta said, I mean, He came to us. Um, just as he comes to us for the saving grace that he gives us, um, I don't think that our minds can ever understand the magnitude of what this really means of of Christ becoming flesh and dwelling among us. For him to leave his heavenly home right. and for him to lower himself to something he's just not—he's not. And and I think that we could never truly see. The magnitude of that, but um, I think it is so important for us to, in our minds, whatever we can comprehend, to understand that, I mean, this is not a minor deal, and this is, I mean, this is a huge deal, but also that this is such a um, comforting thing, too, that, I mean, Christ loved us enough to come and to save us, um, and that he he comes to dwell among us. I mean, He wanted to be one of us, you know. He wanted to exemplify the way we walk and the way we talk and how we disciple people and how we love on people. Um, and so, like, this Christmas season, I think the what we should really focus on is, I mean, not that presents aren't a good thing or whatever. I mean, but, man, just love on your family and show them the love of Christ and exemplify that. And, I mean make Christmas more about the love of Christ and and what he did and what he is doing and what he can is going to continually do. Um, but not just today. I mean, not just on Christmas, but every day. I mean, um, just if we don't see the gospel, then we don't see Christmas and we don't see Christ. Right.
1: And I think like, that's what I say, like for a Christian, like every day is Christmas, you know? I mean, because we have this great gift, like every day we wake up, like we we have this light in us, you know I mean um John one five says you know the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Um, we have the light of life in us, you know, and he pierces through the darkness of our hearts, um, where where our own sin lies, and you know his light exposes all of that. And, and he opens eyes. Um, he opens our eyes just to, to who we are, you know, against how holy he is. Um, and so I think that's just, um, you know, just the light that shines, um, through the darkness, you know, I mean, that's just so true. And I mean, like you said, yeah, he, he wasn't ashamed to be made low. Um, and I, I think that really points to something else. Like, you know, we we are not to be ashamed of him, like of his mm-hmm. gospel. You know, like I don't know, a couple of years ago, I'm I, I haven't really heard it, but everybody was like, "Do we say Merry Christmas?" Or you know, taking the Merry or the I guess it was Xmas. There was like there was a time when people were like Xmas and yeah. writing Xmas or whatever Happy, happy holidays. holidays, yeah. And you know, don't be afraid to say like Merry Christmas. Like, don't yeah. be ashamed to and say yeah I mean like Merry Christmas it is like do you know do you know like why it's so joyful such a joyful time you know and and not be afraid to like just give his truth to others and and really you know really hold on to like what it's all about you know and I mean are we celebrate do you celebrate the gospel and and the actual gift that came as much as you celebrate the holiday you know like I guess that's just kind in of in a been, temporary gift. Yeah. In a like, do you, I mean, you, you go to all the trouble and we go to all this hustle and this bustle and like put up our tree and we put all the lights and we do all the things and we go to all the parties and we buy all the gifts. And, like, you know, it's, it's so easy to get caught up in, in all of that, you know, but I don't know. And just, just to, just to sit and see, you know, sit like open God's word, you know, and, and like read it read through the book of luke i mean maybe that's cheesy to somebody but like gosh i mean you know think upon these things and um you know just just let the true meaning of christmas i guess reside in your hearts you know yeah i mean because
0: we do put up trees and we do um all these things and i mean i'm not saying i don't have trees up and yeah do presents and go yeah. to parties but I mean, we focus so much on these temporary things and all through scripture. I mean, Christ says like he, he's, he's came now, but all of this is for eternally, you know, for, um, Hebrews 13, 12 through 15, I'm not gonna read all of it, but he says like, we have came, uh, let's see. for, he, for here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Um, you know offering continual sacrifices praise God so I mean what this is for I mean we're we're here for this temporary time and this is why we have been placed on this earth is to proclaim the word of God and to teach people and to disciple people um, about Christ coming and him dwelling among us and him being lowly and that he in in um in that scripture that he dwelt among us i mean he was one of us we were these people that were not saved and now we are saved but we are constantly looking for for forward to the eternal um city you know so this we invest so much into this but what is what is it looking towards right i mean. We don't want it to be about these temporary gifts that we've placed under a tree. We want it to be about the eternal gift that has come and that is still awaiting us. Um, And so like when we are sitting and we're being amongst family and taking this time to slow down, just make sure that you do put more emphasis on the time of the eternal God that came, um, that was the ultimate present, the ultimate sacrifice um, the ultimate Christmas present that you'll ever receive instead of, you know, the temporary ones that sit under the tree, you know?
1: Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> and, you know, like I just want to say I think I made mean, sure like all of the celebration and like it's it's totally fine, you know, um, and, you know, as long as as long as long you, I mean, gosh, are we, are we celebrating Christmas as much as we're celebrating Christ mm-hmm. and what he's done in our life, you know, and I guess that's just kind of, like what this is all about, but also, like, you know, I mean, I, I feel like there's so many people out there, and, and this is my family in particular, like, I'm, you know, it's, like, you've lost loved ones, you know, and you've lost, you know, things are different now, you know, maybe, maybe someone's sick, or you're sick, or, you know, there's a sickness, or there's something going on, and um, financial burdens, family burdens, you know, family feuding, or whatever, whatever it may be, like, all of those things can, yes, make it hard, you know, to to do the things or enjoy it, it it makes you wanna think, Oh, it's hard to celebrate Christmas, you know, this year because like, you know, whatever. All of these reasons and like, yes, I mean it's it is sad, you know, but like I also you know, don't don't miss like the joy that mm-hmm. what of what this really is, you know, like because he, like I said earlier, like he is our hope. Like yeah. we, we cannot put our hope in people in this world because you're gonna lose them. or they are gonna lose you? You know, they're like, gonna disappoint. They're you. gonna, they're gonna disappoint you, and they're, you know, or things, you know, money is is gonna, you know, nothing is going to satisfy you. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to, um, to, you know, to satisfy you or give you joy and hope. Like, like Christ has, you know, and so just just remember that, try to remember that like I know I, I know it's gonna be hard, you know, when if you've lost someone very close to you, you know, to because you think, oh gosh, you know, I don't really feel like celebrating or I don't really I mean I, i'm I'm talking to myself, I have felt those feelings, you know, because it is different. it is hard when we lose loved ones and people who you know mean a lot to us or that we love, you know, but I think we still you know you got to hold on to things of this world with open hands very mm-hmm. loosely you know yeah. and you have to hold on to Christ and him very tightly you know and and just remember remember that and and ask him ask ask Christ ask God to like to give you the joy in him you know in this season and after this season's over and the next season and the next season and, right. and he will you know i mean get in get in his word um I mean, I know we we say that all the time. I feel like I, but it's. I mean, like it's so true. Though. It's true. Like you have to, if you're if you're a Christian, this world is dark, you know, and and it's a war. There's a war going on, you know, and of of light and darkness and and of sin and you know and um, Christ Christ is the light. He's the only light, you know.
0: So. Yes. And where, I mean, where there's light, there's no darkness and that light shines out all the darkness and and it's harder for the darkness to, to, um, to be. And so the more you're in God's word, the more the word, the more the word keeps your mind level and keeps your mind straight and pointed towards Christ and keeps that, that darkness from being able to creep into your light, your life. And, um, and, I mean, it says the light sh- the light shines into the, the depths of the darkness, you know. And so, um, and and that light is also be, supposed to be spread. I always think about this Christmas time. Like, I love to go and look at lights. And I always think about that. Like, I love to sit in my, my living room with all the lights off and just see the light of the Christmas tree. And so many times I just think, like, man, I mean just it just reminds me like of the light of Christ and I know that's probably cheesy and it's a just you know but I just think about like man if I just if I love to just look at this type of light like I can't even imagine the light of Christ like just the visual of that and it just makes me think about like the brightness of it and how far you can see it and, you know, and just how warming it is and, and how it, I, I just, I know that's probably so cheesy, but I mean,
1: oh, I mean, I think it's true. It just, like, it just yeah.
0: reminds me of the goodness of Christ and, and how that light just shines. I mean, if you, if you've ever went to like a big light display and it's like so light, you can see it from so long and, and it just, it impacts you. So, you know I mean? And, yeah. I, and I just think about that with Christ, you know I mean? man, where there's light, there is no darkness and the darkness cannot even dwell, you know? And so like, I think about that and the, and if you exemplify Christ and you're in the word of God and the darkness can't dwell in you and how you become a light into the world and how your display of light, I mean, I I want that display of light to be like that big old display of Christmas lights so that the light shines wherever you go. You know, I mean, you don't even have to tell somebody that you're a follower of Christ they know because your light shines um but it's so important um to know the depth of that and that that Christ came and he is the light of the world and he is the ultimate sacrifice and he humbled himself he lowly submitted himself and we are that light right we're the unashamed light to be to to spread God's word to shine as brightly as we can um and, and to be the the light of the world until Christ takes us home.
1: Right. That verse, Isaiah 9, 2, the people who walked in, in darkness, the prophet Isaiah, you know, prophesied this um, long before Christ came. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those mm-hmm. who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shone. Hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, even in the, in the darker the darkness, I think the brighter
0: the, the light. light
1: shines, you know. And, I mean, even even just a small little light, you know, that shines in the darkness, you know, I mean, um, sometimes it doesn't take a lot, you know, um, just a little bit of Christ light shining through, you know, can really, um, can really, you know, you can it can really be seen.
0: Because darkness is ultimately the absence of light Right. I mean yeah. and so like that's that's big in right. itself you know
1: yeah that's right um so yeah I mean I don't know is that do you have anything else I have um just kind of some closing thoughts Yeah. Do you have some closing thoughts just I guess just you know think about my main thing is like just don't be consumed with like all of the worldly ways of Christmas this year you know the hustle and bustle of all the busyness and um be consumed with the God that draws near, you know, with the baby mm-hmm. that that came low for us, you know, that very first Christmas. And and, you know, be be consumed with him now, but like don't stop after the twenty fifth of this month. Like Yes, amen. Be consumed with him like all year long, you know. Uh that's I guess that's my that's my challenge for me, you know, and, and for you. Um throughout this season is just man let's be consumed with Christ and not be not be ashamed of him or not be ashamed of his gospel you know um not be ashamed of Christmas and what it means yeah
0: yeah and I think you know me and Shasta we both we study for this and then we put our thoughts together and and it's so crazy how some of our thoughts are exactly the same and some of them are differently but you know from this man I got to um you know, Christ came and he um, he low he lowered himself as a servant, and I think that we need to stop and think. Like, you know, when Christ was about to be crucified, I mean, he washed the feet of his um, disciples, and one of those being Judas, who would later betray him. But he still washed his feet um, because he was one of them. You know that he he came to die for all people, um, including Judas, and so. You know, we need to keep in mind that that's the Jesus that we serve, and that's the Jesus that we want to exemplify. That we come and we love all people, and that we um, spread the gospel. That we are unashamed of the gospel, and that we can spread the gospel to all peoples. And that I think in um, in Mar or no, hold on, let me get my scripture right. Sorry, we're um, in John. Uh, Six thirty-five. when jesus said i am the bread of life whoever comes to me shall not hunger whoever believes in me shall not thirst and for me it's just a reminder of my daily bread jesus came he was born into a feeding trough and that he is my daily bread that i need to stay consistent in um you know daily consistent in um in his word and just to meditate on like that he's my light and i cannot be in the darkness and that I need to spread that light and that I can't be ashamed of the gospel and that I need to, um, understand the, the bigness of him coming as a servant and that I need to love all peoples and spread that word to all peoples and all nations. Um, and just, yeah, to reiterate, like not to be ashamed of a lowly God that came to service. Yeah.
1: And, and too, you know, like, I think that you know the gospel it's yeah i mean it's it's easy to be ashamed of it sometimes i mean i'm guilty because it's it it cut it's it cuts you know and like it it's offensive to people you know and and like it was offensive to judas you know like he He didn't want to face his sin, you know, like, and Christ knew that, you know, he knew that. And he still washed his feet anyway, you know. And I mean, we were talking earlier just in our discussion beforehand of, like, I was just thinking this morning, like, we were reading in Luke and stuff and just of, like, Jesus and how, you know, he came and he was born and he, like, he humbled himself and was born in a manger in a barn and like, but he also grew up as a child As and a child, he was obedient to his parents, you know, and even when his parents probably weren't, you <laughs> know, I mean, they were human beings 100% and, and they were flawed and they were sinful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, he never, yet he never sinned, you know, and just i don't know just just the thought of that like i don't i, I guess i had never thought a lot about that but yeah. i don't know just god's good to to you know continue to show us things show us things you know show us new things and i guess that just be you know let that be your prayer this season too just to like get in his word and read it again and let him show you something new cuz he he always will
0: he'll yeah. always
1: do that so well i guess that's about all we have today um been a while since we did a podcast so might have (laughs) been might have been a little long today but anyways uh we'll try not to uh get too caught up and try to get you another one in a couple of weeks maybe yes but we hope you all have a merry christmas and we thank you for listening this has been like i guess this will probably be the last one of this year of this year yeah and so like i think it's the eighth one is that right i don't know but um so yeah it's just been a humbling experience i think for me what about you Mm -hmm. Hugely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, thank you for listening and yeah, Merry Christmas and we, you Christmas, and we Christmas. love you. Yep.
0: We love you. And, and um, man, go forth and, um, exemplify Christ. And that's right. Shine the light this season. All right. Bye. Amen.